0: Happy holidays, all. Thanks for tuning in. This is Love What I Love, a podcast where we beg our partner to love something we do, whether it be a movie, TV show, or anything in between. We're your hosts, hey, Masha.
1: You. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me. Your eyes darted at me right after you said we're yeah, your hosts.
0: because beca- you're the only other person in the world.
1: <laughs> I know, but I thought that was your cue to be like, you first.
0: <laughs> what is this, episode 20? <laughs>
1: You know, I never know who knows when. Okay. Never gonna learn it.
0: Whether it be a movie, TV show, or anything in between. We're your hosts, Masha. <laughs> 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 that was genuine. <laughs> I
1: really wasn't trying to be a dick. <laughs> I told you I'm not gonna learn. <laughs> all
0: right. All right. It,
1: you could guess 50 50 wrong twice in a row. It's <laughs> possible. Right.
0: okay to be clear i say my name first right. <laughs> i should have established that the last time <laughs> I, I even covered my eyes i'm so
1: nervous about the end of the episode i'm gonna fuck it up again
0: we're your hosts masha and andy and this week we're talking about while you were sleeping <laughs> you were sleeping when we established who goes first in the intro <laughs> so while you were sleeping is a romantic comedy that follows lonely chicago transit worker and hopeless romantic lucy who saves her crush from an oncoming train when he falls into a coma she's mistaken by his family for being his fiance
1: that is true
0: pretty solid if i do save so myself mm-hmm. this movie stars sandra bullock Bill Pullum, Bill Pullum, Bill Pullman. B- Pullman. <laughs> Why am I in Pullum? I'm taking
1: a Pullum one two. Taking a Bill Pullum one two three.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> this movie stars Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman, Peter Gallagher, and Peter Boyle, as well as Glennis Johns and Jack Warden, who are two old school actors. Glennis played Mary Poppins in the in the Walt Disney musical.
1: I don't remember. I don't know much. I don't, honestly, I don't know Mary Poppins so. I know I've seen it, I think, as a kid, but I don't know, I don't remember which one was the famous one. But that's pretty cool. Okay. Who did she play? Uh, which one was she in this movie? Because the family had a lot of old people. She
0: was the oldest one. The one the who... The grandma? Yeah. Okay. Jack Warden was in 12 Angry Men. Oh, nice. Back in the day.
1: Uh, was she Sal, the neighbor, in this movie?
0: Uh, yes, he was Sal. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Not Sal the neighbor in 12 Angry Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> the neighbor to the juries. <laughs>
0: So this movie was directed by John Turteltaub. Yes. That's how you say it. Oh, I think so. Oh, I was struggling. I was like, I yeah. hope I say it right.
1: But I knew, I knew this guy. I saw that name. I was like, I know you. Oh. I mean, I, do know, I don't know, I don't know him, but I know his movies. So as a kid, ah. I think period of my life, I think the Three Ninjas might have been one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Ah, <laughs> nice. Fucking sucks.
1: Um, Does it? Oh my gosh. It's oh. just like even for as a kids' movie it's like I, I couldn't even imagine trying to watch it right now. That and all the sequels, I used to rent them all the time. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Maybe I was always reading the back of the VHS. Or maybe it's just because his name is weird. But, like, I always remember John Tub. Like, I just, like, remembered that name. Yeah. Um, And even when this first started, I was like, why do I know that name? And I was like, I think he directed the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And then I wrote that in my notes. And I was like, there's no way the turtle guy with turtle in his name directed Ninja Turtles. (laughs) So I thought about it. And I was like, no, it was three ninjas. That's funny. Three ninjas is hilarious because they took the elements of Ninja Turtles, of fighting, and then the elements of Home Alone, of, like, kids Like fucking with burglars and shit and just combined it into one movie. They basically just were like, what are the two hottest properties out right now? Let's just steal those ideas and put them into another movie for kids. And idiots like me ate it up. I loved it. Uh, It's about three brothers, like three white kids who have a Japanese grandpa. And their grandpa teaches them how to be ninjas over the summer. Oh, okay. And then uh, they're like, then shit happens. Oh, know, interesting. But like, burglars come to their house, and then they have to like fight them off. And
0: wow. Use
1: their it's like kid power ninja shit. <laughs> uh, I loved it, but like it's a lot of like setting booby traps, but then also like like doing flips and kicks. So and they
0: learn this all in one summer.
1: They they do it over multiple summers, oh, okay, but okay. the movie picks up at the end of a like a certain summer. Ah, uh, got, it, got, it, uh, got, it, got it. But uh, even like the box, like the VHS box, literally says like it's Ninja Turtles meets Home Alone. Like they were just shameless. Like they were just like we're just gonna take. The two things that work, then just fuck it. But anyway, so I kind of know Total Tub is kind of making that kind of movie. Right. Uh, and uh, there are parts when we get to in this that I was like, I could see this being the same guy who made Three Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's Mom. Gotta go, Bye.
0: He's known for, you know, Three Ninjas, Cool Runnings.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's I've seen that too, but I didn't know it was a up movie. Uh, that one's a fun movie. You oh, sh- really? You've seen that? No, I haven't. Uh,
0: Phenomenon with Nick Cage, I think. No, I've never seen that. Or, no, I think it might have been John Travolta. Either um, way, it wasn't the actor. Yeah. It was the movie I haven't and, seen. And uh, National Treasure, of course. Oh, which, he made that? Yeah, the first one. Um, I never 20- saw that. 2004. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you've never seen it. No, I never saw National I Treasure. I mean, it's not like crazy. It's not like... Gonna blow your mind. It's pretty predictable, but it's a fun movie.
1: Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage trotting Yeah. Reading the Declaration of Independence.
0: <laughs> the honest trailer for National Treasure is pretty hilarious. Is we it? watched that together. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah.
0: You're right. um, yeah. But it's funny that you say that because this movie, while you were sleeping, was kind of offered to him sort of offhand, like, hey, you know, if you want to direct this, go for it. And he had been looking to get out of kids' movies for a while, so. This was his way out, but kind of got off track there. Just to come back.
1: No, it's a Three Ninjas podcast, right? Oh,
0: (laughs) true. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So this movie was released in 1995. So breaking my 2001 to 2005, I guess, uh, streak here. Picking
1: movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it was made with a 17 million dollar budget. It ended up making 182 million dollars in the box office, or yeah, 182 mil worldwide. had great critical and audience success, even on Rotten Tomatoes, 80% critics, right. a 79 audience score.
1: Good on you while you were
0: sleeping. <laughs> Bringing in the fucking bacon. Right? And it earned Sandra a Golden Globe nom for Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical. All
1: right. Now the old comedy or musical.
0: I know. Rob in the musical department. Um, So yeah, this movie was you know quite a hit when it came out. Funny enough, it actually knocked Bad Boys out of its top slot oh, when it was released. <laughs>
1: nah, Turtle Tub took down fucking Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> it probably had been out for That's a while. That's crazy. I mean,
1: it was also. I mean, Bad Boys was a hit, but it was Michael Bay's first movie too, so he mm. wasn't he wasn't Michael Bay yet. yet uh, no, like yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was a guy putting out his first movie, so it's not like Turtle Tub knocking off a Transformers movie right. or some shit like that.
0: Exactly. And funny enough, too, like I think when they were filming this movie, I think she had just Sandra. Bullock had just finished filming Speed with mm, Keanu Reeves. Nice. So like she was still sort of up, up and coming. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I don't know. I
1: feel like I want to say Speed is 96, but don't quote me on that. I don't have that in front of me. Okay. But I, I could I be I think wrong. it came
0: out before this. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about up and comings. Yeah. This is sort of a straightforward rom-com flick. Yeah. Um, and as you could tell from our intro briefly, you know, this it is the holiday season. So Andy and I have chosen to choose our favorite Christmas movies or among one of the favorite just to stay in spirit for the holiday season.
1: Yeah, we wanted to uh, have something, you know, we had a fun time on Halloween. I definitely pulled that into a whole month because I'm psychotic. <laughs> but both of us like Christmas, but I don't think either of us are as passionate about Christmas as I am about Halloween. Right. So, yeah, we're just going to go uh, one each, you know, this time of year.
0: Totally. And I kind of went the route of picking a picking a movie that I love to watch during the holidays and has uh, Christmas in it <laughs> one way or another. So I chose While You Were Sleeping. And since it is a pretty straightforward rom-com, I think I'm going to save most of my background and fun facts uh, for, like, during our actual discussion. Cool. So just to keep things simple, why don't we just go right into it? And, Andy, I'd love to know what you knew about while you were sleeping beforehand.
1: Yeah, I'd never heard of this movie before. You definitely have told me about it just in the past, like, offhanded. Well, I not we were talking about Christmas movies or something. And you definitely kind of gave me a rundown on the plot, but that had to have been th- anywhere from two to four years ago. Yeah. So I definitely didn't remember it. It didn't stick in my brain. I feel like I've heard the title before, um, unless it's like a poem or a book or a song or something. But if, While You Were Sleeping just sounds like something I've heard before. Yeah. Maybe it was this movie because apparently it made 500 million dollars <laughs> and it's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> I can't believe how much money this show made. I know. Yeah. I was
0: even surprised. Like I knew people liked it, but yeah. I didn't know people liked I think
1: it. I've seen it on like the when, you know, you're bored and the internet throws you like fifty Christmas movies to check out. It's always yeah. just, like hovering around like thirty. You know? Like I've always <laughs> seen it kinda of, I just feel like check this out. Yeah. Which is pretty good, you know. It endless. is pretty
0: debatable whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Some people agree, some people don't.
1: Yeah, and I would love to, to be like, you didn't make a Christmas movie in this, and all that, but because I've already made my facts clear that I stand by calling movies like Die Hard and Gremlins Christmas movies. <laughs> so I think as long as it's in the general area of Christmas mm-hmm. and Christmas factors in somewhere to the plot, like it doesn't have to be the whole focus of the movie, I think you're calling it a Christmas movie. Cool. So you're fine with that, at least on my end. And I don't think we're going to be getting uh, dozens of hate mail coming into this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd never heard of this. When After watching this on Practical Magic, I realized outside of speed, I really don't know anything about Sandra Bullock's Whoa. career. I was just like, man, I really haven't seen anything with her. Anytime I think <laughs> of her, I just think of speed. And then I haven't even seen speed, too, because it looks like it sucks but she's in speed too i know keanu didn't come back
0: oh he, oh yeah. interesting yeah he was
1: like i'm good uh, this was <laughs> when did that come out uh i think within like two years of speed oh, so okay around this area like for i mean probably like late 90s
0: cool and you haven't seen blindside right
1: no i never saw that okay what else is she kind of famous for uh
0: the lake house with keanu reeves um miss congeniality never that's gonna be on it. this podcast for sure
1: was she gravity
0: yeah, she was gravity yeah. with uh, George Clooney. That's gravity. <laughs> yeah, I guess you yeah. haven't really watched any. I never seen Bullock outside of Speed.
1: Whoa. She's not on a bus freaking out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just like never heard of this movie. It was cool to see so, a lot of familiar faces that I that I like. Mm-hmm. Always enjoy Peter Boyle. Ah. uh guy's a fucking legend. So, it was cool just to be like, oh, snap, something that I've never seen him do. Because um, he's he's very funny and everybody loves Raymond, but it's not my favorite show by any means. Like, I'm not that, I just, I don't get that many, like, good, hearty laughs out of it. Yeah. But he's a great cast as a dad. Uh, but you bring him all the way back, you know, you know, books, young Frankenstein, even his small role in Taxi Driver, while not funny, is still memorable as hell. <laughs> if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits different types who wear a day coat pants with stripes or cut away
0: coat, perfect fits
1: so it was really cool seeing him in this overall yeah when you ask him about history it's going to be short because never heard of it and then it wasn't until the Actual scene where the dude falls on the train track that I remembered that you even told me about this movie. Yeah, so, you uh, even turned to me and were like, yeah. "I was like, oh, it's this movie. Yeah, I remember." <laughs> so I remembered the broad plot, but I couldn't remember the title or who was in it or anything. So yeah, I was went in pretty much one hundred percent blind on this one.
0: Oh, all right, cool.
1: Yeah. What about you? What was your history?
0: So I actually stumbled upon this movie a couple of years ago. It's not a movie that I've loved for you know since i oh, was a teenager or whatever so
1: this isn't a classic masha and her mom no. watch watching quote all day
0: i have a different story folks
1: damn you got a story
0: well not really a ah. story so i'm black and <laughs> no just kidding scratch that so That's the story. <laughs>
1: we're going way back
0: so i get protective hairstyles every so often you know box braids knotless braids yarn braids or whatever yeah. so while i while i do or undo my hair i love to watch movies but movies that i don't really have to pay that much attention to yep. um so this ended up just being like a random selection i made on netflix when i was undoing my hair one day and Did
1: you just pick because you like sandra bullock yeah i was like, like yeah. sandra
0: bullock oh it looks cute or whatever i've never seen this movie and I ended up really, really liking it. And I didn't know if it was just like, a movie that I was doing that was entertaining me well while I was doing my hair. Uh-huh. But um, I watched it a couple more times after that. And then I was like, I really love this movie. Like, it's so cute nice. and is actually like one of my go-to hair movies now. I have sort of like a list of go-to hair movies and shows <laughs> that I that I do when, I, when I'm doing my hair. Nice. So overall, it's just a great feel-good film with actors that I love uh, with a very simple premise that... Yes, you could say is kind of cliche, but I would argue that because it's it's more of a I want more than just a guy scenario. I thought it was a very it was unique in that way, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. Lucy is a lonely woman who falls. She kind of falls for, she falls for a guy who does she doesn't know anything about. Uh,
1: yeah, she falls in love with the idea of being in love. <laughs> exactly, she
0: doesn't fall in love. but she's also. It's it's very clear that she really has no family, so she not only wants love, she wants not only the romantic type of love, but like a family family love. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was something that movies don't really do, you know, like for as a romantic comedy, family isn't really like part of that. Yeah. So I thought it was unique in that way, um, and that kind of drew me to it. So it's a great feel good film for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll get into more detail about why I love this film later on in the podcast. Sweet. So this screenplay was actually first called Coma Guy.
1: <laughs> All right. Um,
0: they couldn't sell it with that title, hmm. uh, for some reason. So they ended up changing it. Not even it.
1: like what it is. Right. Barely about the guy in the coma.
0: <laughs> and on top of that, this screenplay was actually originally reversed, where it was a guy falling in love with a woman in a coma. Hmm. But to many people, and I agree with these execs it came off as predatory yeah <laughs> but for some reason once you change the roles and make it a woman falling in love with a guy it's like oh sweet mm,
1: okay i mean i think it <laughs> you is, know it, i think it's kind of <laughs> I, <laughs> his implications of predator predatoriness. yeah if that's even a word uh, on both <laughs> ends But it's funny you said that because while I said I remembered that you told me about this movie, I still didn't remember all the facts you told me. Mm. So when he first went in the coma and then I was like, oh, she's going to – it's the one where she pretends to be his fiancé. I first thought potentially it was going to go the route of him waking up with full amnesia and then her – telling him that he's the fiancé and then mm. like, the rest of the movie is her, like, trying not to get caught in this lie. Right. Which would have been way more of a fucked up story. <laughs> like, tricking a dude and at, who woke up out of a coma into, like, stealing his life, basically. Absolutely. And then it made me think of that one movie. I didn't see it, but with Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence, where they were on the spacecraft. Did you see that? Did you hear about that one? No. It was called, like, Passengers.
0: Oh, I remember Passengers, but I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But apparently it got all this, like, heat online because... The plot of it is basically, you know, they're in these tubes to sleep for whatever, I don't know, 5,000 years and wake up somewhere else. Chris Pratt wakes up early and then he ends up, like, just staring at Jennifer Lawrence, like, sleeping for mad long and just is, like, I, like, falls in love with, like, the idea of her Uh and then wakes her up. Well, basically guarantees that they're both gonna die because they're supposed to be on this thing for five thousand years, so they're gonna Uh, starve to death on this fucking thing. Right. But but wakes her up and then lies to her and acts like he doesn't know what's going on, and they both woke up at the same time. That's messed up. And it's supposed to be like he's the hero, like he's not like the villain of the movie. Some people were like, the movie ended up getting backlash from people of being like, "Yo, this guy's a fucking monster. (laughs) He's like basically just killed his girl because he got horny." Like, you know, crazy. And so I was kind of like, this was gonna be like that, where like she's just like. You know, fucking, because he's rich, like, taking his, like, I was just, and I thought it was going to be played, for like, for cuteness, so I'm glad the movie didn't go that route. Yeah. I I was in the beginning, I was like, man, I don't want, I don't want this to be the movie where I hate Sandra Bullock, but everyone is supposed to like her, and everyone likes her, and now I got to sit here on the podcast (laughs) and be like, she's a piece of shit. Right. I didn't feel that way, but I was a little worried for a moment, because I thought we were going to go that more predatory route where, like, you know, he's fucking, like, truly a disabled person, and she's, like, lying to him and, you know, all this shit.
0: Yeah. It's that classic misunderstanding scenario. Oh, I
1: would have fucking called this misunderstanding the movie. Like <laughs> when you think when you finally think it's all cleared up, it's just like another one right around the corner. Just, <laughs> this is almost an everything goes wrong all the time movie. I, which you don't like, it like is. in comedies you don't like it. It is
0: almost that, but I think because they're so sweet and Lucy is so likable and doesn't like screw up her life. I think it's because every time something
1: goes wrong, it makes people the effect of it is everyone gets happier yeah except for sandra bullock <laughs> but like wrong is like getting love from a family like that, that's going wrong you know so it's not oh no it's, too it's, much e- love yeah it's not like meet the parents where ben still is constantly fucking up and everyone hates him because he's like sitting the house on fire yeah and oh, all can't. over the floor i don't remember what the hell he does in i movie. can't stand that movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> why well, didn't expect to make you laugh that hard
1: oh yeah you can milk anything with nipples i have nipples greg could you milk me?
0: Once the writers changed it into a woman, they actually started getting traction and studios interested in the movie.
1: And they changed that awful title.
0: And they changed the title.
1: While you were Coma Guy. Right. Was oh, that the second title? And then they were like, <laughs> drop, drop <laughs> coma guy.
0: one thing that I found was funny is apparently they first went to Meg Ryan's production studio, uh-huh. which... I didn't even know she had one. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and the producers there were like why would Meg Ryan star in a movie where she's in the in a coma the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> like and they were like all right, all right good point. Fair good enough. point.
1: I could see Meg Ryan being being the Sandra Bullock.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of women considered for the role of Lucy, one being Demi Moore. Okay. And since they were going after Demi, they also considered Patrick Swayze. Nice. <laughs> so ah. it was like, you know, class.
1: for Pullman or for
0: for Pullman's yeah, character of Jack. You can't put Swayze in a coma.
1: Yeah. What no, nobody puts
0: Nobody puts Swayze, Swayze in a coma? In. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was like, I was like, I don't want to fuck up the quote.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. For someone who hasn't seen the movie, pretty hey, good. Pretty I know good.
1: All about babies and corners. <laughs> Swayze's and babies. Oh. Corners and comas.
0: I mean, I wouldn't have mind looking at Swayze in a coma the entire movie.
1: Now nah, you're being a weird Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence fucking predator.
0: All right, my bad. Take it back. You'd
1: kill Swayze to fucking... No, I get, wouldn't
0: never kill Swayze. If you were
1: alone in the space station and he was sleeping?
0: No way. You'd wake him up. I wouldn't even be in the space station. Yeah.
1: You don't. I didn't see that. You don't know how he got there. What if, what if it was a sweet
0: deal? Oh, man. All right. So, uh, and a, a lot of other people were considered for this. Uh, apparently, Demi and like Julia Roberts turned down the role, and they landed on Sandra, who, like I said, was up and coming. Yeah. But... One thing I found interesting in an article that I read is like a lot of these producers were like, you know, Nic- oh, and Nicole Kidman was another woman they considered. Nice. They were like, you know, we can't really imagine any of these women working for like public transportation like it's not believable because they're too beautiful for that but sandra bullock was like regular looking enough and i'm like sandra bullock is freaking beautiful like i don't understand
1: (laughs) this movie had that classic syndrome of like i'm an ugly girl who can't and i'm just like (laughs) you dropped that gorgeous yeah you're a fucking movie star (laughs) and like i don't know what you're talking about sandra bullock yeah but cuz I was thinking of the back to, like the being John Malkovich of like how they got Cameron Diaz so like so plain that you couldn't even tell it was her mm-hmm. and this and I was like no she's like I, like most dudes would hit on her while, while buying tickets for the subway. Absolutely. You know like it, not saying that's that's the kind of dude she wants but you know like yeah. it's not she wouldn't be ignored. I <laughs> compared, absolutely compared, agree. Even even her coworker I was like even her she's pretty damn good looking you know. Yeah. <laughs> so not saying that everyone who works at transportation isn't good looking, but I right. you know but she's a movie star. Exactly. <laughs> she has a very different look than the ar- the average person, including <laughs> me and you.
0: And as far as bull bull. As far as Bill Pullman's character is concerned. <laughs> Why can't you say Bill?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pullman. As far as Bill Pullman
1: Yo, you said it wrong like four different ways. Like, it's not even like you <laughs> keep saying it the wrong way. You've got like, like, Pull Ham, Pull. Pullmon? Is that the Pokemon version? Pullman.
0: Pullman. I'm just going to say Bill. Pullmon, his, I his, choose you. Right. His name's Bill now. All right. Only. All right. <laughs> so, as far as Bill's character is concerned, Jack, a lot of men were considered for his role as well. Uh, one of them being. Oh, so like James Spader, Dylan McDermott. Who I could totally see being in this yeah, world.
1: Yeah, I could see McDermott. I don't even met Spader. I can't even picture Spader in 95. I don't know him now. Like, I, I know, like, later Spader.
0: And another another guy they that was highly considered was, and wasn't known at the time, was Matthew McConaughey. Hey,
1: hey, hey, <laughs> that would have been pretty sweet.
0: But he was actually turned down because he had a Texas accent. Uh, and they were like, they didn't believe that he could, like, get rid of it. <sighs> So he didn't end up. I thought they were gonna it. be
1: like he was too good looking that like they were like the story doesn't work. Sandra would fall in love instantly. <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> like Peter Gallagher is like a handsome dude, but you get McConaughey up there, he's yeah. dreaming. They
0: even like uh, apparently they considered they were like well if we did have him like could could this movie take place in Texas? And they were like nah like it it was already supposed to originally take place in New York. Imagine they made they everyone, everyone else
1: do a Texas accent because McConaughey oh, couldn't not do a God. Texas accent. <laughs> This <laughs> is all say. I bet McConaughey could have not done a thing. Like oh, it. absolutely. He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, but that's fucking funny. <laughs> if they were just like, all right, Sandra, you gotta, you gotta learn it. Everyone's <laughs> learning it. Fucking Peter Boyle's not happy, but he's doing it.
0: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> that old lady from fucking Poppins. She's, she's, she's working on it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also think, and this is sort of a random thought, but I think rom com and cold seasons just work. You know, you want to be warm and cozy with somebody. Yeah. It just. Goes hand in hand,
1: yeah. Yeah, I feel like when it's like summertime, it's like more of like a party movie, you know. Like, yeah, you, know, you don't get a lot of like Cancun, like rom com movies, you know?
0: <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was really fun. Um, except
1: your favorite from Justin to Kelly, oh, that's, your my, that's favorite, a rom-com. classic. No, it's not. I cannot wait. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> it,
0: you know, what it is, it's like the room, but a musical,
1: yeah, it's not a compliment. <laughs>
0: I know, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that the room is so bad that it's like, wow, I can't believe. Yeah. It's incredible how bad it is. Yeah, I think that is Justin to Kelly.
1: So we're doing a drunk commentary on that one is what you're saying? Yes. I would love to. <laughs>
0: We're announcing um, it now.
1: Coming soon. Uh, not yeah. soon. Coming at some point. Drunk <laughs> commentary. <laughs> From Justin to Kelly live. Yeah. I don't know why I said live.
0: <laughs> From Justin to Kelly live. <laughs>
1: I think I adopted the Ryan Seacrest there for a second. When you look back course. on that night 15 years ago that you yeah. won Idol, what, yeah. what, what, what do you remember the most?
0: I didn't want to win because I knew that you had to make that movie. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, lollygagging. <laughs> yeah so i'm let's just get into it then Yeah.
1: can i say right off the bat the movie made me think it was going to be a little bit more uh like break the fourth wall-y meta-y based on the very first joke but then it never did any more jokes like that
0: what's the very first joke
1: we see the flashback of her and her dad looking over the sunset and it's all beautiful and orange and she's like this is my childhood I don't remember being this orange though, yes. and I was like, "Oh, that's like, yeah, it wasn't hilarious, but it was like, oh, that's that's pretty funny.'" Yeah. And then so I thought it was gonna be like a little bit more like there's gonna be more jokes like that, and I, I feel like we didn't really go back to that well. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer for me. <laughs>
0: it's it's kind of weird because they kind of bookended it with that narration. Right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I feel like all oh, the narration could have been stripped. Yes. For, I like, agree. like if you're we were just we're focusing on telling the story, we'll talk about that and narration.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, that was egregious.
0: Uh, but yeah, I always forget about that intro because I always skip <laughs> I always skip to uh, the train scene and then pick it up from there.
1: I love the skipping movie thing it seems like I thought it was something that you only did like when you were a kid but you were like I just saw this movie for the first time like a, a year ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> a couple years ago
1: I always skip
0: once you know your favorite parts you you, yeah. you, you I feel like you do that with your scary movies
1: No nah, I just watch them in chunks I'll just put them on and then. Oh. And then I watch for like 30 minutes and turn it off and go back the next day. No, oh, okay. I do that.
0: Well, the way I want to go through this is there are just a couple of key scenes that I think just bring me joy. And I'd love for you to jump in with anything that you want to call out. Cool. I do want to just start out with what kind of kicks off this storyline is it's pretty clear Sally... Has Sally. I'm taking her name from Practical Magic.
1: I was about to say, (laughs) fuck, her name is Sally? I really didn't pay attention.
0: (laughs) It's pretty clear that Lucy has a major crush and has fallen in love with this guy she's never met, Peter, who is very beautiful looking. Peter Gallagher has the most epic eyebrows of all time. Like, his facial features are crazy. Yeah, he's,
1: like, classic looking. Yeah. Yeah, I never really watched The O.C., but uh, I know him from American Beauty. So this... American Beauty was always the oldest thing I knew him from, which isn't even that old. It's 99, mm. but this is now the youngest that I've seen him in something <laughs> or at least seen him in. it's like registered that it was him.
0: Yeah. But yeah, we see him, you know, catching the train every day and that's how she sees him because she works as a token collector yeah. uh, for the Chicago transit system. And one day he gets mugged by these guys, gets pushed onto the train tracks and she jumps in and saves him. Yeah. I want to talk about that because they had they were really concerned about how to shoot this in a way that was safe for the actors. Yeah. Because you know you have to shut down the electric currents to make sure nobody gets shocked or whatever on these tracks. Yeah.
1: Even even if you plan around the current line, you can easily fuck up by accident and touch it, and you have a you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Disaster and a horror.
0: horror. And they were actually using the trains, like it's.
1: (laughs) I could tell, yeah, I could tell how it was shot. That that it looked like they were definitely on the, the legit tracks
0: there. Yeah. So I have to go back and rewatch this, but the director said that they actually ended up shooting it backwards. So he was like, "Let's have the train back up, b- back up, and then have them roll onto the tracks." So if you watch the scene, you could tell that it's just like reversed. reverse footage. Yeah,
1: I could see that. That's that's a common thing they do, but that also just still seems kind of dangerous.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty risky. Sandra was like a little worried about it.
1: Because wouldn't you have to still lie next to the track pretty close to the train? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty scary.
0: Yeah. So that was a pretty uh, scary scene to shoot. But meet cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a meet cute? <laughs> or a meet cute halfway. I yeah. mean, she got to like be up close to you. Like, I feel like it's relatable to every girl that's like, oh my God, like I'm so close to my crush right now. I can't <laughs> believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> How many rom-coms do you intentionally watch? Andy.
1: Not many. <laughs> I'm just loving I just keep going back in my head to the point earlier of the reversing the genders. And like, if any of if you'd be so. Oh, yeah. You'd hate the male character if this was him. He'd be like, what? Like, just staring at her? Fell in love just from staring? I'm- Creep? Like, what are you. Like, he's laying on top of her? And what?
0: <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. It's totally messed up. <laughs> but I don't know. I wonder if it's just knowing. Yes, a woman could have foul intentions Mm -hmm. but i think generally speaking as a woman you know that a woman's not gonna like do anything horrible if that makes sense and this is being totally stereotypical or whatever it's just my stance
1: like what do you mean anything horrible (laughs)
0: like i know that like smelling him and like seeing up (laughs) close how beautiful he is (laughs) is is all (laughs) harmless okay
1: but what if this is what, gonna
0: come back and haunt me one yeah. day?
1: But what if it was coming from the other way, but without any harmful intent? Like I would it was, hate <laughs> it. I know. I like would if it was a truly like sweet-natured character who just doesn't know social cues and decided to try and smell like a, a woman okay, char- character's hair. This
0: happens all the time. Like, let's take Twilight. Twilight is a classic example of. This movie, this movie, like the guy's a creep in this movie. Yeah, and Matt, like, semi-abusive too. Like the way he, like,
1: yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I think I know. He, emot- I, 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 yeah, I yeah, get, I get the idea. Of so the story. it's not
0: like that. Does it exist? <laughs> oh,
1: for sure, for sure. I'm just laughing. Like I'm just thinking, if I was like, "Yeah, you gotta watch this movie. This character's mad endearing," and in the first ten minutes, he's like sniffing a fucking potential corpse. Right. <laughs> like, like <sighs> I'm fucking around. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I don't I'm, really have a problem with it. I just love to fucking stir the pot. I
0: know. I know. But that kicks us off, and Peter ends up falling into a coma. And at the hospital, you know, the doctors and everybody around, including Peter's family, eventually get into this huge misunderstanding and start to believe that Lucy is his fiance. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So from this point on, I kind of want to just. Lean on you to see if there there's anything fun that you want to point out. I would say right off the bat, the family in this movie is pretty great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did like the family. They At first, it was a little too much when they came on. Um, I will say in general, especially with a lot of the first half of this movie, the way this reminded me of Three Ninjas is how much the composition of the music telegraphs how you're supposed to feel throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm which i'm not the biggest fan of it yes just, I, I i don't always like when my movie kind of thinks i'm a little stupid or needs my handheld. so when the family first jumped in and it was just like zany city with the fucking music like it was just so sitcom yes heavy like the style of the music where like it almost i was like is this everybody loves raymond like is this <laughs> the fucking barone's coming in here
0: it is funny and i think it's 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 funny that it's both of the Sandra Bullock films I've brought on to this podcast, but yeah, it's very obvious that the music is telling you how to feel. Yeah. And just they do it, it a
1: lot out. more in this than I think Practical Magic, though. Mm-hmm. Practical Magic had a few moments where it was like pretty crazy, hmm. then it went that route, like sweeping up the guy and all that shit. In this one, it was a lot, and it, to the point where... I actually did end up getting pretty endeared to the family. Like, I thought the characters brought a lot to the roles. And by the end, I was actually like, all right, fuck you guys. I love you. (laughs) Um, But in that first scene, I did not think I was going to. I was like, this is too much. They're too zany. Like, everyone's yelling something, which is kind of realistic for a family. Right. It was a little too, everything was coming out too strong for me a a little in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you said just to bring up little things that I thought were funnier that I saw before the stuff with the train track even happens. I do love that they do the classic. Every, every character in the 90s, if you want to show a lonely character who lives alone, mm-hmm. microwave TV dinner. Oh. They were just in, I don't know if they were just invented. That's not true. They were just invented. But for some reason, I feel like they had a resurgence in the 90s. Uh-huh. I remember seeing commercials all the time. Like, get a hungry man, like pop it in the microwave, You get your mashed potatoes and all that shit. Yeah. And they're trash. But like whenever you wanted to show like the loneliness of a character, they'd be alone eating that. So Sandra Bullock's doing that. I was like, oh, it's the '90s and she's lonely.
0: Totally. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say cat for some reason. Cat
1: too, but that's. I feel like that's stayed on. That gimmick has never went anywhere. I mm. feel like what the '90s was like, Mike, micro- you're not gonna do that today. You're not gonna see a cat do a microwave TV dinner like in their house.
0: Are we ever gonna see a microwave TV dinner ever again? That's not taking place in the past.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: all these fun scenes that happen in the hospital are always around Peter's character who's in a coma. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, Peter Gallagher spends a majority of this movie in that coma. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is, to me, as a non-professional actor, it seems like the easiest gig of all time.
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Is it?
0: It, Apparently it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I feel
1: like that's, like, it seems easy, but then you have to actually, like,
0: Put yeah working to it yeah so i saw an interview where he was talking about this and he said he purposefully didn't want to fall asleep while they were shooting because he didn't know what he looked like while he was sleeping he didn't want to be like snoring or drooling or whatever yeah, yeah. so he always made sure not to stay up too late or stay out you know yeah, yeah so that way he made sure he wasn't falling asleep on set but at the same time he did like you know he had to do like a half and half thing but he said the worst thing for an actor Or I guess the director said the worst thing for an actor is to ask them to not really act (laughs) for a majority of the movie. Stay here and
1: don't get the spotlight ever. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for your ego?
0: (laughs) So I thought that was really interesting. That's pretty funny. It's funny, too, because those scenes, you know, like you said, the family's sort of all over the place. Yeah. And those scenes took a while to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So Sandra even said, like, I'm sure Peter at many points were like, just get the scene yeah. shot. Like, can come on, pee? guys. Like, what's going on
1: here? <laughs> it's funny that they brought up how he's in the coma the whole time, because when it first started... Like I was saying, I've only really ever seen him in American Beauty. And I know he's in the OC. I just never watched it. And in American Beauty, he has a pretty small role relative to the movie. Like he has a couple of scenes. So I was like, oh, I could finally see like Peter Gallagher in an actual role. This is going to be cool. I'll see what he's like as an actor. And then boom, coma. He says Merry Christmas. Coma doesn't talk until, you know, whatever. Right. That's funny. So yeah, I thought that was great.
0: So, once the family discovers, in quotes, that Lucy is Peter's fiance, they sort of, they basically welcome her into the family. And it is the holiday season, it is Christmas. So, they invite her over to the home to celebrate Christmas with them as mm-hmm. part of the family. Yeah. Before we move forward, can I just talk about the bad acting that even makes me cringe more after seeing it last night? Mm-hmm. Re- remember when the doctors all come in? basically the whole like mishmash of who's she she's her fiance you know exactly what i'm talking about that bad doctor who's like doctor only families are allowed in here like it's so bad
1: and then and then his response is she's the fiance you idiot and i was like first of all you are motherfucking professionals (laughs) second why would she know she's her... F- like, this is like a new family. Like, why she's talking it, to like it's fucking some doctor shit she should have known? It, right. It wasn't like, we never apply that until the anesthetic is in you, idiot. Like, it was like, why would she know the fuck Sandra Bullock is... Yeah, so, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was hard for me to grasp for a little while in this beginning stuff onto something just because it seemed so lighthearted. I do think they actually earned me understanding Sandra Bullock's lie. But again, in the beginning... So I'm not very mad at the movie overall, but in the beginning, I was just like... I literally wrote in my notes. I was like, how hard is it to just not lie? <laughs> like, how hard is it to just fucking be like, everybody, just stop for two seconds. Right. There's a misunderstanding, you know? Like, And I know that we wouldn't have a movie, but we just have... A, there's always the those those movies where someone lies their way through the whole thing. And again, this is where I was a little worried I was going to hate Sandra Bullock the whole way through, because I was like, you're fucking up people's lives here just because right. you're too scared to say something. But... As we go on, I do think I'd actually earn. I get it. I yeah. get why she didn't.
0: And I, I think you get it in this Christmas scene where the family invites her over yeah. to the home because it's really Sandra doesn't have to say anything. You could just see in her face and how she's looking at the f- different family members as they're undoing the gift or unwrapping their gifts. You just like. F- are happy for her to have a family in that moment and it's just so nice
1: that scene did work for me and it's it led to a little bit of my frustrations where I was like that's a perfect example like nobody's narrating Hmm. there's no yes there's Christmas music so yes the music is kind of swaying what you're supposed to feel but there's not an overall like Sandra Bullock never has to stop and say like I have an open presence with the family because I never had, you know, it's just you see it in their eyes, you see yes. it, you see the genuine excitement. And I just think all the actors really bring it where, like, it felt like Christmas morning. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm like, oh, that's really done. And then when it's just like in your face, I'm like, slip and fall, I'm just like, <laughs> all right, like, that's where I'm getting my, my John Turtle Tub Three Ninjas yeah. instead of my, you know, this and that. <laughs>
0: Uh, real quick, speaking of slip and falls, there's this random scene after this scene that we just mentioned, yeah. where you see a oh, paper the bike boy. Kid eats it? <laughs> yeah,
1: what's up with that? Did he just eat like? Because it, it, looked, it looked like it hurt. Like I don't know. Like was that meant to be in the movie? Because we don't even know who that is.
0: That kid broke his wrist.
1: <laughs> oh, what do you know about the scene?
0: I, well, I learned that it was an accident. Really? <laughs> yes. So he. Actually, you Where know. they just
1: trying to get an establishing shot to be like, look at this neighborhood. What the fucking, Yep. Wow. And
0: they caught that and somehow on the editing floor decided to put it in the movie. Yeah, because it's
1: like <laughs> legitimate. You know, you can see a, like a bad movie fall. There's good physical actors. There's bad ones. And then there's natural falls. Yeah. there's the reason why we've been watching America's Funniest Home Video for three fucking decades. Yeah. Slipping falls. They work. Like when they're natural. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I could eat it, yeah. man. Like that was... That was crazy. That one was probably rough because he probably started crying and everyone was probably trying to want to laugh, you know? But, like, you can't really laugh in a kid's face. You gotta wait till he's okay. Yeah. That's, that's probably the proper to slip and fall. You can't bust that laughing in a meter. You gotta go check. Yes. What's close is clear. Fucking so go for it. Hyena <laughs> laugh your ass off.
0: I hope whoever that kid is, you know, as an adult is looking at it now I and mean being like, that was oh, funny. One
1: time my dad, we were at, a, like, a family thing, like, Christmas or Easter, and my dad was sitting in a plastic chair and the two back legs broke. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my god, it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I've only ever seen my dad fall like two times, and but I remember them so vividly. The other time we were, we were skiing, and we came up to the ski lift, and I got off first. I was like eight years old. I got off the ski lift first, and like he went to go get off, and then he just caught the hill like too hard. You know, you only have that little bump, and then you have to stop, and he just didn't stop. But it was he was still going real slow, so I just heard him go like shit, and then just like fell sideways. <laughs> And I, as an eight-year-old <laughs> me, I just couldn't, man. It was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. Wait,
0: he said... I love how you said it with the accent. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> sounded... why, why would my dad fall? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so this kid ate it. So, like, You know, and both times, you know, we were like, you okay? You okay? Yeah, yeah. Now we're laughing. Oh, that's so, so you gotta, funny. You know, you don't want old people to fall. It's, it could be very scary, but if everyone's okay, oh, my God, it's so funny.
0: Right. One thing I love about this movie is that it doesn't do what traditional rom-coms do, where you have your main characters who are falling in love and kind of just have your side characters. They have a couple of lines, whatever, but this they don't usually, really matter. usually
1: like the best friend, like every like the guy is the friend, the girl is the friend, and right, this, you know.
0: But they really make an effort in this movie to make these side characters characters. Mm-hmm. You know, you really believe them. You believe the family. You believe the weird, creepy neighbor Joe Jr. Yeah. <laughs> like, Joe Jr., the guy who plays him, was only supposed to be on set for a week. Uh-huh. And he ended up being on set for three weeks because they liked him and they like kept adding some like new lines to like <laughs> give him. You know, like the Ninja Turtles. TV dinner. 90s short wait- Whoa.
1: My phone is reading my notes. Just
0: not lie. Coleman came to diner and brought the steaks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: How did I even do this
0: <laughs> um, like Joe Jr for example, he was mm-hmm. only supposed to be on set for one week and he ended up being on set for three because they liked him and they kept throwing like ad- additional lines and scenes with him like the do you got any black drawers or black underwears? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like he's just so like <laughs>
1: I had to ask though I did right I was I said did someone tell that actor that this movie takes place in Brooklyn? Uh- Cause that motherfucker was Brooklyn. Yeah. Like I I can't do a good Chicago accent, but I, I know a stereotype of like, the Italian dude from Brooklyn. That motherfucker yeah. was from Benson Hearst if I ever met a motherfucker. Yeah. Hey Pop.
0: Can I give that bottle of blue nun you got from cousin Ornella to my probation officer? You see we got some company? Say hello. Hello, Luce. Nice uh sweater. Thank you. I feel like this movie could pass for New York, except Mm. for the public transportation and the dogs, I guess. And
1: the opening, the establishing shots hit with every Chicago landmark you could see from Wrigley Field to hot dogs. That's true. And, oh, my God, can we talk about the hot dogs? (laughs) (laughs) This movie is a celebration of Chicago culture. The bears. The The bears. bears. (laughs) Sandra Bullock eats, like, three, four hot dogs out of this movie. there's no deep dish though no no deep dish but they got the dog right and she's she's a she's anti-chicago because she only wants just mustard and you got to get all the fixings so the guy's always putting the kraut and all that stuff on there i was i was pretty hungry watching this movie i was dying for a dog you were i haven't had one in a while i was like i could i could i could fuck up a dog right now
0: i i kept thinking last night though that sebastian maniscalco could have totally played this guy if we were to like do it today if it was
1: 10 years later yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh that would have been great Who knows? They'll fucking reboot while you're sleeping. Just give Disney Plus two more years.
0: (laughs) I could just see Sebastian being like, I got his tickets to the ice (laughs) capings. I don't know why. So one thing I kind of skipped over real quick is when Bill's character, Jack, comes into play. Yep. He is the brother that we don't meet until halfway through the film. uh, And he helps the dad co-run their furniture business, which I find the premise hilarious.
1: Yeah
0: they resell furniture from dead people like old dead people yeah yeah and they like followed the obituaries in I, local I forgot paper. that
1: they did that for a minute and then later in the movie when peter Boyle's like oh, i need to sit down i haven't checked the obituaries in a while and i was like what the fuck i was like oh yeah the business the business <laughs> i was like that's a weird way to fucking relax you know I like, don't "You fucking kicked it and laugh at them but yeah when bill pullman showed up my note was literally he came to dinner and brought the steaks <sighs> because again with with the, s- the silly music and the lightheartedness i was enjoying the characters and like the warmth but as a movie i wasn't really feeling a lot of propulsion to be like like what are we working towards here like what mm-hmm. are we doing and then when bill Pullman came you could tell he was like immediately a bit suspicious about lucy which i was kind of thinking we were gonna get a little more backstory on but i was a little confused i i, I got a confused a couple times coming up here where i wrote down so mm-hmm. we'll get to there But I liked. I was just excited because I was like, "Oh, sweet! He's gonna start questioning her, and we are gonna like finally have some little fire under our butts to to be worried for Sandra Bullock or something." You know, right? The the credit I'll give the movie is I like the way they dole out the family history. Mm -hmm. So I like that in the beginning. To me, it seemed like there were plot holes of like, why didn't the family know Peter had a cat? Why don't they know he's engaged? Like, why aren't they asking more questions? And then you slowly find out that he's been kind of estranged from the family. They have a kind of a rocky history. Yep. He doesn't really get along with them anymore. Uh, he's so, a little
0: too fancy for them.
1: Yes. So I enjoyed that. I thought by the time I got all those reveals, all this stuff that I was ready to bitch moan and complain about, I was like, oh, the movie's got me covered. Like, that's that all makes sense. Right. So I thought when Bill Pullman was mad suspicious, I was like, oh, he must definitely know Peter's actual girlfriend. He he must know something. Like, you know, like, it seemed like he had an ace in the hole where he's like, I know you're bullshitting and I'm just playing along. Right. But then it seemed like after a couple of scenes of Sandra lying to him, he then believed her. So then I didn't really get why he was so suspicious. Like, if, you, if you've if you never seen your brother in whatever it was, years, I guess.
0: They I, still talk, though, like, casually, I I think. guess
1: so, yeah. So I don't know. That, that's where it was where I thought he was going to be like, Yo, I've met his fiance. Like, you know, like I, I was waiting for that scene where yeah. she lies to him for the fifth time in a row, and he finally goes like, "I've been playing games here. Like, I know you're not his fiance. I've met her. I have her in my phone. You know, like yeah. I was waiting for that. Well, not in my phone. It was ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having my phone book at home. Right. So I was just a little like confused of like, because he came like hard. Like as soon as he saw her, he's like, "I'm not gonna leave this house until I get to the bottom of this." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was that was my little just. I well, thought there was going to be an ace in the hole moment. I know
0: that at one point, I think he's confused because he knows that his brother traditionally goes for like a certain type of woman. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think yeah, that really yeah. threw him off at the beginning in combination with he is usually attracted to brunettes and he's like, that's not my brother's type. Like yeah. what's going on here? So I think that had a lot to do with it. Hmm. But I, I, it might just be like protection, you know, Yeah, just making sure that. You know, his family isn't being duped. But yeah. I, I see where that concern yeah, comes from. Yeah, it,
1: it didn't like it didn't ruin anything for me. It was just something I like. I was like waiting for a moment. I never came. And I was like, huh, oh, that was weird. Like, yeah. Uh, But yeah, from then on, we kind of just go into basically a series of Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock. At first, they're at odds. Kind of like a, most rom-coms where they think that they get on each other's nerves until they kind of slowly start being like, hey. Oh, yeah. But if I can just get it. They're, they're not big deals, but I just wrote them down. So I was kind of curious of just understanding. So Jack and Lucy go to Peter's apartment um, to feed the cat. Or they they see each other at Peter's apartment. Mm -hmm. And she's there feeding the cat. He's not really sure why they have a cat. That's not important. The phone call that led to the blood giving scene, I didn't really know what the hell was going on there.
0: Oh, so the hospital was just calling Peter Gallagher's apartment, assuming that his fiance lived with him. Uh Asking, you know, it's typical that you you come down and donate blood. I guess Peter needed blood. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, so it was
1: for Peter specifically. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, I just didn't really get it. Like, I was oh. just like, <laughs> it, I thought she was like bullshitting at first because, like, you know, she had to like play along uh, on the phone. No, no, and no. I was like, is it? I don't know. So, yeah, very small, but I just didn't. I was confused. Got it. And then, pretty soon after that, is the scene where, you know, and during this time, Jack then thinks he overhears some conversations because, again, misunderstandings the movie. So, he overhears a conversation between Joe Jr. And Lucian thinks that they're dating. Right. He tells the whole family they're dating. Then this is just me being like, what the hell? Where, when they, she's like, I'm not dating Joe Jr. And they tell him to prove it. And then she tells the story about how Peter only has one testicle and all that. And then they look and it's all blah, blah, blah. I just don't really get how that proves that she's not cheating on their son.
0: You found a loophole. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I was just like, I, I literally wrote. I was like, what does that prove at all? Like she could she could be fucking their son and fucking Joe Jr. Like it's not like just because she knows she's seen his nuts.
0: I do think that this might have been a slightly failed attempt to just bring that joke into. play. Yeah, I think
1: they were really thought the pencil. I feel like that might have happened in the news sometime in the nineties because I think that happened on Seinfeld too. I remember the uh-huh. pencil in the pants. Was like a joke for dudes. Like, don't, don't, uh, yeah. don't wear sweatpants with a pencil in it. You a- know. Like.
0: Apparently, this did happen to a friend of one of the writers. Oh, really? Okay. So they wrote it into the into maybe the was, movie. Maybe it was
1: just happening left and right back then. I guess so. I was just like, I don't know what we're proving. I don't yeah. know what.
0: Because it's either you're proving that you're not cheating, or you're proving that you actually are my brother's fiance. But like, it was not connected at all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was
1: just like yeah, because the whole thing was like, it's not like they said like oh you've been lying you've never met my son it's not right. like oh you have another boyfriend on the side <laughs> right and her answer is no i've seen your boyfriend's nuts or i've seen <laughs> your son's nuts so <laughs> i can write dialogue right yeah i've nah, seen his nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's mad elegant so i was just like it's don't prove anything yeah <laughs> doesn't hey.
0: no to this day i can't really find sense to that either <laughs> i was hoping i mean i don't even know why i had hoped that you would ignore that yeah
1: yeah that's hilarious i'm
0: surprised you didn't bring up the fact that she goes into peter's apartment and picks up his cat i wrote down man pretty bold to hold a cat you don't know yeah
1: <laughs> i feel like your face scratched
0: yeah if you met any cat
1: even that even just even if you don't get hurt just even the think that the cat's gonna let you the cat yeah. will be like oh, get the fuck out of here yeah i don't know you and there's that later part where joe jr's at her apartment and she keeps like have to hide him because people come over yep and then uh She leaves with with Jack and leaves him there, and I was like, "You left a fucking Mr. Foot fetish in your apartment alone? That's gross." Yeah, like I was like, "It's over." Like your shit's getting sticky somehow. (laughs)
0: maybe that's just her way of getting money bumped off the rent
1: i don't know that was that was a nightmare for me i was like you better kick that guy out of your house yeah going back to the family i stand by everything i was saying before where i bought them as a family i love their chemistry together and they were all like they were very lively and fun to watch it seemed a little strange how unconcerned everybody seemed to be about peter this entire movie Oh. They all were kind of treating this coma as if, like, they like all comas are guaranteed that you're gonna wake up and be fine. Like, I was like, I know this is a movie, so I'm not worried about him, but if this was real life, he very well could remain in that coma forever, yeah, die in that coma, wake up with only half of brain function, wake up without being able to, like, there were so many bad scenarios where. The fact that they, like, I get why they still like Christmas, but when they're having dinner with Lucy and they go, like, so, where are you guys going to go on your honeymoon? I was just like, yo, lady, pump the brakes on the honeymoon. Like, like he might be dead tomorrow. Like, let's chill out with this. Like, they're just so lighthearted about the, like, oh, when, when he wakes up, like, are you guys going to go to Bermuda or this and that? They're just
0: a very positive family. And then when they,
1: had, uh, when they had him kiss under the mistletoe, Jack and her, and then they go for the lip kiss, and I was like, yo, I... I would have thought cheek. I would, like, you know, the family's right there. You guys haven't even, you guys haven't even admitted to yourselves that you like each other yet.
0: It was a corner lip. It was, (laughs) that
1: was lip on lip. I was just, I could have, I was just like, all right, kiss on the cheek. Like, you know, very, very, uh, you know, safe and fucking everyone's on board. And then boom, in the lips, I was just like, Nobody even gives a fuck about Peter.
0: I know. I don't
1: know. It was just something about the, the honeymoon line where I was just like, dude, how are you guys not at his bedside every day? They, yeah. <laughs> Tested his mom. Like, I don't know. It just seems so funny how they were just like, I can't wait till two weeks. Is that how long a coma lasts? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was just so like, comas are so serious. <laughs> Oh, they man. say the longer you're in a coma, the less likely you'll be out. So every day is worse for the people watching you than the day before because you're like, fuck, another day.
0: Why are you bringing real facts <laughs> into this? <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. No, no, you bring up legit friends. I
1: also asked if the cat in the apartment died because they never went back to feed it again for the <laughs> rest of the movie. <laughs>
0: That's really funny. I sh- we should mention that the one person that does know the truth is Saul who is yeah. Peter's godfather. Yeah, the neighbor. She overhe- he. he overhears Lucy basically spilling the beans to Peter and explaining the whole reason why she's sort of fallen into this. Yeah,
1: and he learns it early, too. It's like the first night, I think. Yeah,
0: I think it helps us as the audience sort of sympathize with her as she lays it all out and spells it out for us yeah. nice and easy.
1: I don't know if it was meant to be a joke, but it was kind of one of the funniest things in the movie to me was how... It almost painted him out like he was going to be this like... Saintly old wise man who like saves the day and solves the problem. You yep. know, like so- sometimes it's, like old people in movies are almost like mystical, where you're like, ah, this he's so loving and caring. And then when like it's time for him to like man up and do the thing he said, he totally just like punks out. Yep. And this just like, yeah, nah, I don't want to do it. Like you know, like, <laughs> like, like I don't know, I don't know how much of that was supposed to be like a legitimate like build up a joke, but I was like, that's pretty funny yeah. because I, I was so expecting for it you know, to go the other route and just be cheesy and like. And he's like, my love for you would have been too strong. Like, yeah, like even when he thinks he's helping, he's still just making it worse. Like, yep. I thought that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I always found that funny too. Just a classic adult. Like, I have you know relatives in my life. where I'm like, what the hell? You said you were gonna take care of it. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he. It's like he likes the idea of being that, but then he, when it comes to do the work, he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Cool. Uh, well, if it's alright with you, we could just head into spoilers and talk about everything else. Yeah. Where we get into the real fun is when we learn that Peter wakes up from his coma. Oh man. Were you expecting him to wake up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: definitely. That would have been a, that would have been bad script writing if he didn't <laughs> wake up.
0: And we finally get to see Peter Gallagher act. Yeah,
1: which is pretty great.
0: And have lines. <laughs> I enjoyed this because you really don't know what his personality is gonna be. Yeah. we know nothing about him. We just know he's a good-looking dude.
1: But I also like that the, you kind of get an expectation of who he's gonna be based on, you know, the the lifestyle, the way he doesn't talk to his family, the kind of women he associates with, and even like little things. I thought one subtle little f- funny, not gag, but just a little touch. Was when we're in Peter Gallagher's apartment for the first time and in his living room, he just has a framed photo of himself. Yes, and I'm just like, if, if you're that guy, like you're definitely a little pretty vain. Yes, uh, so I like when he woke up that he was actually a little like more like sweet natured, and we learn that it's the accident that changes that in him. But he like we don't actually ever get to see the old Peter Gallagher ever in the movie.
0: Yeah, you get us. a little bits and pieces of him.
1: Bits and pieces, but yeah, like you get. I I don't know. I believe that he kind of was just like. He actually wanted to change.
0: I guess so. Where I think you get a little bit of like his kind of personality, sort of being like this sort of poser, is this whole story about him saving the squirrels.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: He he knocked the squirrels down with rocks and then saved them. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. My yeah,
1: it was earlier Jack is talking about how he's always looked up to his older brother and like even though his dad always said you should be more like your brother, he's like, I didn't mind because I was proud of him. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Funny thing about that story is also based on, I think, either the writer or the the director. It's based on one of their siblings, and to this day, they're upset that they put that in the movie. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Exposed.
1: Oh, another uh, just small little uh, nit that I picked up Mm -hmm. was... um... (laughs) That you picked up. I know, I'm presenting. (laughs) Uh, And this is small, but I'm surprised they didn't even write this in, because you could have had this line and then had a way to deflect it. I'm surprised nobody ever asked Sandra Bullock to see the ring.
0: Oh. Like, yeah. why
1: wasn't. And I, you can obviously get engaged without a ring, but based on Peter's personality, the amount of money he has, and the kind of showiness of his nature, I'm surprised that no one's ever like, Peter must have gotten you. And I. And, you know, they could have, she could have been like, oh, I'm getting it, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, that saved it. But I'm just yeah. surprised they never thought to even. Because I was like, how has nobody been like, tell me the story of how we proposed to you. Can I see the ring? Like, yeah. I feel like. You ask that, don't you? Like when someone gets engaged, like when you see the ring?
0: Absolutely. I think that should have, or that would have happened at the dinner table. I I think that's a legit nit to pick. Yeah. But I also think too that it's clear that, yes, Peter is this glamorous guy, but I feel like his family is... More even though they live in sub suburban Chicago or whatever, there's yeah. more of like a working class type of folk
1: and I guess you could argue, I'm gonna argue against myself my mm-hmm. point right now and say that I guess you're also painting a picture that the family's excited to meet her as a person mm-hmm. and to get her their son back and are less interested in material things Yes. so yes most people would ask to see the ring these are such a genuine good-hearted people that they don't yeah. 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 I don't know if that was the intention, but I, if someone said what I just said, that's how I would argue back. Totally. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: You just listen to Andy versus Andy <laughs> when you podcast. So, hey. Hey. Uh, I got two.
0: <laughs> Cheating on me? Ha! With me. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm conflicted.
1: <laughs> you can have one where you talk to yourself about how you feel about me doing my own podcast.
0: Ooh. So, so it's funny that when s- Peter wakes up. Saul's way of solving this whole situation. Yeah, yeah, so
1: he promises (laughs) Lucy that don't worry, you know, fucking Uncle Saul's got it, whatever the hell he says. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I'll take care of all of this. You go sleep, your pretty little head.
0: Really, the simplest thing he could have done is just told the family the truth. Yeah. And instead, he thought he was helping everybody out by trying to convince Peter to actually propose and marry
1: it was. It almost seemed to me like he was. He like he knew he was kind of taking the, the punk way out. Like oh, he, totally. it looked like he was about to tell them, and then he was like, eh, "It's gonna be a lot." And then he's <laughs> like, "Well, if I convince her to, if I convince him to propose to her anyway, then no harm, no foul. Like she still wants to get engaged. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty funny.
0: Ugh, annoying. But I can't believe she actually says yes.
1: I guess she's just still confused. Yeah. Know. Well, because it's after she gets into like that fight that's kind of i don't know about yeah. that fight
0: i think at this point with, she with, fall she's fallen so much in love with the family and being part of it that any opportunity to to keep that going that's what she said yes to
1: yeah because i think in her she's looking at it as if like if i confess and even if like you know jack won't like me anymore and then no one will want me in this family right. you know so if i keep this going i might not be with the guy i love but at least i'll have you know peter boyle and and. Mary or whatever their names
0: are. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Do you happen to look up any of their regular ages? Because I felt like that grandma wasn't that much older than... Than the mom. And and Peter Boyle.
0: So Peter Boyle was born in
1: 1935. Wow. He was only... Yo, man. We aged differently back then.
0: Oh, totally. She was... Glennis was born in 1923.
1: It's not that much older. She's like 11 years older.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, whatever. She was so cute. That old lady. Yeah, yeah. She was cool. (laughs) I don't drink anymore. I don't drink any less either. <laughs> I didn't really get that joke, but whatever. Yeah, I'll right. giggle. It's
1: like classic fucking corny ass family humor. <laughs> Yeah, so he proposes, she says, yes, blah, blah, boo.
0: Again, I hate scenarios where it's just all this confusion and like, who, what, where, yeah. how? But the wedding scene I find to be very charming.
1: I was confused why they had the wedding so fast. What were they accomplishing?
0: I think Peter just was so excited to be this good guy yeah that he was just like why not let's just do it
1: i also believe that peter never really believed he had amnesia (laughs) like i feel like he just like kind of saw this as like his way out you Mm -hmm. know of like his old lifestyle where he's like i'm just gonna embrace this you know what like everyone seems to be on board like fuck it like but like it just didn't scene where he was recalling every bit of knowledge about his entire life oh yeah and then so just to be like I remember, every, I remember my high school locker combination, but I can't remember proposing to yeah. the person I fell in love with. Like,
0: oh, that actually reminds me. When he wakes up in from his coma, you actually laughed at the the point of view of him looking at his family and that slow pan to each family member. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. we're kind of like passes by Lucy and then goes back to it her. It was it was <laughs>
1: it wasn't even so much the pan back. It was just like that face that Sandra Bullock was making. <laughs> like it was just kind of like this uncomfortable smile where you're smiling as everyone else is, but you don't want to be there. Yeah. And you don't want to be smiling. You're just like <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of that. But yeah then the pan back was kind of funny uh, yeah. too.
0: <laughs> but this wedding scene, right? Lucy objects right off the bat. They don't go through with it. But I just love the whole explanation. And yes, it's very simplistic and predictable, but it's just so freaking charming.
1: Yeah, I bought it. I'm not going to lie. Like, at first I was like, here we go. And then I think it's just a mix of Sandra Bullock just delivering it well. Yeah. And then you know, the whole, like, I fell in love with you guys as a family and this and that. I was yeah. like, alright, I'll take it. Like, you know, it didn't it didn't change my life, but I was just yeah. like, it's sweet. It's cute.
0: D- you fell in love with me? Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't even know why it took me almost to the end of the podcast to mention this, but I had a huge crush on Bill Pullman. Really? Because of this movie. Wow.
1: You had a Pullman crush. Oh
0: my God. I think I read somewhere that. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. You had a huge crush on Bill Pullman on the movie you saw three years ago for the first time?
0: In the, yeah.
1: <laughs> wait, no, you said it as if you like grew up with a crush oh. on Bill Pullman. <laughs> like, oh, I had the biggest crush. Like, what, in 2017? <laughs> it's funny because i was looking up
0: all right so he wasn't the classic like rom-com guy i don't really know what kind of movies he's in I don't know if you've seen him in anything.
1: I mean, I feel like his main thing was Independence Day. Uh, he was the president in that. Okay. He was the dad in Casper. Yes, yeah. which I
0: just realized when I was doing my research yeah. here. Clearly, I was too young to have a crush on a full-on adult, <laughs> but he had this, like, same classic hair. Yeah, you know? yeah, like He's just so good, and apparently they had such great chemistry, him and Sandra on set, uh-huh. that it just worked out perfectly and just so sweet. But, yeah, yeah he's just classic I was totally team Jack over team Peter like even <laughs> before he woke up from the coma you know what i mean
1: I mean you can't be team Peter cuz it's just not there's it no
0: I'm talking about looks alone that's oh, okay, what I'm, okay, I'm okay, saying okay. surface level oh, Okay
1: okay fair enough
0: I do love that this whole final wedding scene ends up with this whole argument where Peter's actual fiance comes in Mm -hmm. with her husband. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was pretty
0: funny. (laughs) I was like, whoa, that's a whole other movie. That
1: was a nice twist.
0: So we do get a happy ending here. Lucy and Jack end up getting together with this really cute proposal with the whole family.
1: Yeah, that was pretty
0: funny. Um, at At the train station. I always found that to be cute, but also a little weird. What do you mean? Because he goes into the booth to, you know, give that final kiss. Yeah. If you think about how close the family is to the window. Yeah. To them kissing each other. <laughs> it is kind of creepy. Like, yeah. I would never want to kiss you that close to, like, your, your parents. Yeah, you
1: know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, it's weird on, on normal standards. But I think they're just kind of almost, like, making a, a joke based on her speech of being, like, I fell, I didn't just fall in love with him. I fell in love with you guys. So, it's, like. True. She's, like. The family is proposing to her, so yes, it's very weird in, in normal circumstances. But I get it for the last scene of the movie, where it's like, you know, it's we basically watched a rom com about a woman and a family, as opposed to a woman and just a man. You know, yeah, absolutely. So I, I get it. But yeah, it was very creepy and weird. Like, I wouldn't want that either.
0: <laughs> cool. I, I thought I was gonna, I was gonna lose you there, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Let's have some fun and jump into best worst. Best
1: worst. I said best worst joke or like comedic thing so my best actually was at the end i thought having peter gallagher's fiance be married the whole time was pretty hilarious like i actually like (laughs) i didn't see that coming at all and i thought that was a funny ass way to to just like show the kind of like the situation he was in before he woke up i just thought it was very funny yeah yeah i got a good laugh Nice. Um, and then for worst, I don't know. I just thought of easy shit, like when the when the nurse faints. Like, come on. Yeah. I forget what. I don't even remember what she hears, but she overhears something shocking, and then she's like, oh
0: That beautiful. she's not the fiance.
1: Oh yeah. Like the nurse gives a fuck, and <laughs> she's got she's changing bed pans, and people shitting in the bed down the hall. She doesn't give a shit about these people. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I love the classic. You fell in love with me. <laughs> like yeah. I that, that was
1: funny. That was a good Peter <laughs> Boyle uh, delivery.
0: Yeah. So I I think that might be my best. And for worst, I. Even though I liked the actor who played her boss, w- who played Lucy's boss, uh-huh. I didn't think any of his jokes truly landed at the end of the day.
1: Wait, which one was her boss? The black guy. Oh, that was her boss. Yeah. Oh.
0: I think my worst is going to be where Jack and Lucy, Jack is walking Lucy home on a cold, you know, winter night or whatever, and they uh-huh. s- they slip on the ice. Yeah. And his pants rips, uh-huh. and he has to walk all the way back to the truck with the ripped pants. Yeah. yeah. I think that scene's really cute. I love it, but I, I I think as a joke, it's fine. It's gonna be my yeah, yeah. It's gonna be my worst. Cool, cool. All that snow and ice was fake. Uh huh. <laughs> Plexiglass with fake snow. I think it was like fifty or sixty degrees that day. Oh wow,
1: that's funny. <laughs>
0: so I thought that was really fun. Wow. Best worst '90s thing.
1: Ooh.
0: So my best is freaking. Bill Pullman and even Peter Gallagher's haircut. I love that freaking nineties hair. Uh I love it. (laughs) They needs to come back. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good hair. (laughs) It's got a lot of volume.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because I think our version of growing up, our version of that hair is like the the skater boy haircut you know what i'm talking about i think so like the zach efron bowl skater hair that like goes oh, over yes. your eyes like to J- swoop. justin bieber yeah old school justin yeah, bieber yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that yeah. doesn't do it no. but this
1: yeah that that was like a hair for like young boys like this is like baldwin has got like man hair yeah <laughs> uh i, I still have to think of my best but my worst i gotta go to my tv dinner bring up from oh, earlier yeah that was uh those things were atrocious huh
0: <laughs> atrocious well i'll just say my worst Mm -hmm. i didn't really think of one but i'm just picking i'm gonna pick the tokens the transport tokens okay remember those yeah yeah cards are much better
1: all right i'm switching it oh making tv dinners best because they're funny and that now is my new criteria (laughs) and then worst because it's even a worse offender of everyone wrote this in in the 90s I guess Ice Capades were mad popular in the 1990s because that's another thing where everyone from fucking Jerry Seinfeld to like 900 movie characters all always talked about Ice Capades. Uh-huh. So when he brought up I got tickets to Ice Capades, I was like, you might as well say tickets to Cats if you're going to make a 90s <laughs> reference. <laughs> you know? Nice. So uh, yeah, I'm switching. It.
0: Cool. I like that.
1: Uh, yeah. And then the only other one was uh, that I got was Best Worst. Family member slash, like, old person, because I'm counting Saul in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> like,
0: I like the dad.
1: Peter Boyle? Yeah. Yeah, he's my best, too. Yeah. I think a lot yeah. of it's my, my just my love for Peter Boyle. Like, you know, like, that definitely bleeds in, but he does do a good job and has some funny lines, and I like how they kind of set him up where you think he's going to be, like, the dad who doesn't understand you, blah, 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 and then he ends up, like, accepting Jack.
0: <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Yeah.
1: He's like, kind fucking, bit of
0: boo Yeah.
1: So he's good. And then I think the worst. I like, should I just go with the wife because it was the least memorable.
0: Yeah, I think out of everyone, she was the least realistic character in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but she just seemed a little more out of this world than everyone else. Yeah, like I believe the daughter. I believed the old lady. I think because of how old she was, you could believe like how aloof yeah, <laughs> like she yeah. is. And I think her and Saul played uh, the uh, older lady. And Saul played well off of each other. I feel like the mom didn't have too much to play off of. Uh-huh. In a way. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I just feel like she didn't have a lot, as much to do as everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. I got to go worse on that one. All right. Do you have any other best worst?
0: I guess I'm tacking on that one. Oh, yeah. I kind so. of, it seemed
1: like you were <laughs> based on your answer.
0: Um, I just had, you know, best, worst supporting character, which I guess kind of bleeds into yours. That's right. um, But I just wanted to call out Joe Jr. because I think that... Even though it's very, like, stereotypical, I really enjoyed the guy who played him.
1: Yeah. I like that they, like, became, like, weird friends by the end of it. Yeah. She's, like, comforting him and giving him shoes to wear and shit yeah. when he's crying. All right. He'll be on the credits.
0: So, what do you think, Andy?
1: I think it's happily ever after. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Sandy and uh, Billy have a great life together. I do think, what's his name, Peter actually does change from this whole incident. So I think he comes out of this for the better and ends up trying, like, closer to the family and all that. So, I mean, I don't have anything too exciting, but I kind of think rom-coms generally end with everybody kind of happy by the end. And I, I don't see anything that the characters are doing that I'm like, oh, they're fucked. Like, you yeah. know, like, they're going to be unhappy. So, yeah, I think this one big happy family as time goes on.
0: I agree as well. I don't think that this movie needs a sequel. Um no. I It ends very beautifully... And I love the whole, I love how it turns out that really the turning point where she finds out that she loves Jack is him giving her a piece of the world, you know? Yeah. So I, I thought that was very sweet. I think they end up happily ever after. The family's all great. But I do think that one twist that they could probably take with this film is license it over to Blumhouse Ooh. and turn it into a horror film nice. a la Freaky Friday. I love it. <laughs>
1: It could just be called sleeping.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you brought up a great point with the whole premise of if you changed it into a guy, it's mad yeah. creepy. and or, or
1: or what if it's like that Swim fan movie where, like, Sandra Bullock starts becoming obsessed with him and, like, taking over his life. Yeah. And, like, he wakes up and she's already, like, talked his family into signing over the papers and so she has his banks and shit.
0: Totally.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or that really bad uh, Tyler Perry movie with- that we watched.
0: Oh, Ac- acrimony, acrimony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big
1: like Taraji Henson floating above the water or whatever oh the fuck my happened. God.
0: <laughs> so, I, I, I do think it could take that route. It's kind of crazy how something you really love and is so sweet can easily be turned into a horror film. Because yeah. I feel like I brought that up before. I don't remember I what movie it. it was for. I love it. <laughs> so, Andy, I know rom-com is not your thing, mm-hmm. like, at all. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that I have a chance with this movie because... One, it's just an overall good, feel-good film. And it's something that a feel-good film is necessary for the holiday season. And you like to feel good. So I figured that you'd enjoy feeling good while watching this movie. Mm -hmm. It has a great cast. You freaking love Jack Boyle, as you've expressed.
1: Except that's not his name.
0: Freaking. You freaking love Peter Boyle, which you've expressed. Um, But, you know, you got a great cast. Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman, Peter Gallagher just great humor overall. And I thought that you'd really appreciate the family dynamic, especially, I know it's, it's a very small detail, but, the fact that the sister is younger than her two older siblings. Yeah. I somehow thought that you would like relate to the family <laughs> dynamic because your brothers are significantly older than you. It's a very weird reason for me thinking you might like this film. It's funny
1: because I couldn't even really figure out if that was their sister oh. or not. Like I was like, is that like some weird like, <laughs> is there like a, you know, like, do they have another sister who has a daughter staying with the grandparents? Like, I don't know who the hell that was. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out
0: but i think the fact that it's not your typical rom-com in that she's falling in love with more than just the guy that she's falling in love with the entire family yeah. i thought that you'd appreciate that and i thought that that could be a chance for me to get you to love it especially because you know you're a family-oriented guy and this is a very uh you know realistic or it's you know a realistic-ish family yeah. loud and funny mm-hmm. so i thought i had a chance there nice so with that being said i'd love to know andy mm-hmm. Do you love what I love, love,
1: it. love, it. love, it. love it. I love it I'll definitely give my points but just do not beat around the bush for too long. Unfortunately no <gasps> Asha, I'm sorry I didn't love it it was Wow it I, I kind of made these points earlier right. so can we,
0: can we pause uh, have a moment of silence for my emotions?
1: Right. <laughs> uh, my emotions. The movie did win back. Like the first half of the movie, I had a lot of complaints. Like I really, <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna give a shit before Bill Pullman showed up. Like I was just like, it's just too much of this. Like just, just don't lie. Just, just tell. Just, just stand up. You're like 32 years old. Like fucking be an adult. I don't know how old Sandra Bullock was in this, but <laughs> she, she didn't seem that young. Eventually, the movie did win me back on a lot of my initial complaints. Things that I thought were problems ended up kind of getting explained away but like at the end of the day it's not really my problem with rom-coms isn't like that i just oh i don't like movies that have love in it or movies that are about people in really falling in love i always tend to just really more enjoy movies that are about the problems in relationships after they've already been established i find a lot of these movies where it's about two people meeting and falling in love sure they're cute and everything but i feel like that's not the interesting story to tell i feel like love and relationships are an infinite well of stories. Hmm. So whenever and you know, something like a marriage story or something like that where it's like there's so many nuanced things like you when you're in a relationship with someone like you're you're with that person, like your your whole life changes. Mm-hmm. The way you live changes, the way you everything you do changes. And it's really interesting to find stories in that. So right off the bat whenever it's like a boy meets girl story, I generally am like two clicks turned off just cuz I'm like That's, yeah, everyone's excited when you first meet someone. Like, every, no matter, you you can think of your birth relationship you ever had. You were probably pretty jazzed in the beginning because it's new. It's exciting. It's hot. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it's these kind of stories. I'm always like, yeah, but what's up in a year? Like, are they going to be bored with each other? Like, are these two, you know, like, so I was uh, initially off that. But I do, I did enjoy that the twist of the coma kind of kept that a little fresher than any other more boring movie where it's only scenes of them we meet we get along we have a fight mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day it still hit a lot of those tropes like she still had the classic as we as she fell in love with bill paulman then they had a fight and then it was all over and then at the last second at the wedding they make the big the big speech right it was just formula city and similar to what i said how with like turtle tub like he just because i think this movie was aiming for a broad audience and it clearly got it with its 160 million dollar like 80? families loved it 180 million like America loved it it's it's a movie where the kids can have some giggles like i think my parents would li- really like this movie like it's a very non offensive please all movie which right. nothing wrong with that i just got to an answer for me and like i like i like a little challenge i like a little like a little hot sauce on a steak this was kind of
0: you love hot sauce during the holidays. Yeah. Oh.
1: And then relax. And if it's not going to be that story-wise, I think it needs to be that like on a filmmaking level. And there wasn't too much in this movie that really made it stand out. You know, just uh, the way it was. You know, nothing wrong with how it was shot, but mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't anything that I hadn't seen. Very, you know, it was almost like B unit style shooting where you you get what you're going for, but you're not okay. You're not composing the scenes. And yes, I loved all the performers in it. But at the same time, it was never my favorite of any, you know, like I, I like Speed, Sandra Bullock more than this. I like a young Frankenstein, Peter Boy. So
0: soul crushing.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> you felt like you said when the movie ended, you were like, I feel like I know your answer. Uh, <laughs> I did. Um,
0: but I thought, yes, it is pretty formulaic and traditional. But one thing that I do love, and I forgot to mention this earlier, and I thought that you'd appreciate. Is that Sandra Bullock never has to change herself for the guy she loves, yeah, you know i I thought that was a very interesting dynamic, like her wardrobe she's never like overly sexualized or anything like that for sure she's very regular looking as they say, yeah,
1: I didn't buy that um but, <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> but you know the charming like fairy tale of it all, I guess I guess I kind of miss i I thought that the holidays would sort of bring that part in Uh to you and make you more, I don't know, accepting of it as something that you would love. Yeah. I was wrong.
1: Sorry. (laughs) And... It didn't help that it wasn't. It was a very loose Christmas movie, you know. It, hey, it
0: was a, a lot, a significant amount of it took place in Christmas, mm-hmm. even though this movie was released in April, which I found. Yeah, weird.
1: and also, <laughs> could you argue a significant amount? I mean, it was that one scene, basically.
0: There were lights throughout. Christmas lights everywhere. In the back? they yeah. went to church. Uh, <laughs>
1: I think there was the same amount of Christmas in the first Harry Potter movie. <laughs> there was just...
0: All right, <laughs> and I don't know if should I have just picked Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's <laughs> Stone. Is that what I should have no, done?
1: No, like, but again, I I totally accept your pick because it's not going to be this year. But Die Hard will be my Christmas pick, mm. and I'm not going to accept any guff on that. So, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not saying from <laughs> I'm you. Bringing I'm bringing I'm, I'm saying from the internet, like because oh, it's always like it's not a Christmas movie. It's, it's, it just happens to be all in Christmas, and it's like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Opens with a Christmas Carol, ends with a Christmas Carol. All
0: right. Fair enough, I guess.
1: This is a holiday season. Cheer up.
0: I have one wish for Christmas this year. What's that? That you love this movie. That's
1: fucked up. (laughs) I feel like you're taking this a lot more personally. You didn't make this movie. I know.
0: I know. (laughs) I'm just messing with you.
1: I just hope you don't say you don't love mine out of spite. No. Just just to even the tables.
0: I won't. You know how... I don't even want to talk about the chart. What? The tallies of loving.
1: Oh, I mean, we haven't even made it, but yeah (laughs) anyway the tallies of a loving
0: (laughs) alright everyone well that's our show thanks for listening if you enjoy our podcast please be sure to subscribe and tell a friend and if you have any opinions on what we discussed follow us on social media at LWIL podcast it's a great place to find out what we'll be talking about next and if you have the time please take a moment to rate and review every bit of feedback helps I'm Andy and I'm Masha and I hope you love what I love Happy holidays.
1: Ho, ho, ho.